G'day Groovy Humans and welcome to A Groovy Enlightened Life. I'm your host Maya Joseph. Today on the show I'd like to explore with you the concepts of being and doing and how they show up in our lives. So sit back, relax, grab a cuppa and let's get cracking. So what are we talking about when we refer to these concepts of being and doing? Now I remember back when I started my spiritual journey and one of the first concepts, ideas that I explored was that of Eckhart Tolle. Now obviously Eckhart didn't really come up with the idea of being present uh, that and that whole power of now concept. I mean that's been around for a very long time, but he made it very popular in, in our current age. And the concept of being present, you know, being in this exact present moment that everything is perfect, that you're not actually needing to do anything, you're just being. I think that was my first experience of this understanding of being and doing for myself. And on my spiritual path, my spiritual journey, I've come across a number of different teachings and people and concepts and ideas and ways of being that have influenced my personal understanding of being and doing for my life. And I think that's the essence of it is delving in and exploring that for yourself. What does being and doing mean for me? In the world, there's a lot of popular thoughts and beliefs around being and doing being complete opposites. So if I'm not doing, and in the sense of physically doing something, achieving something, actively seeking to do something, that the opposite of that is being. And in some thoughts and some ideas is that being could potentially be not doing which means I'm procrastinating or I'm not getting stuff done. I mean, if you've ever heard that saying, uh, we are human beings, not human doings, this is highlighting and really emphasizing that particular concept that being and doing are opposites or that we should be doing a lot more being as opposed to doing. In my mind, in my experience, more to the point, this is not essentially true. I don't believe that being and doing are actual opposites and should never be thought of in that way. And I get it. I get the the concepts and the ideas and I've had many conversations with people when you talk about, okay, so just be, be in this present moment. And they're like, but if I'm being, aren't I procrastinating when I need to be doing? And again, not true. This is this is I think the misinterpretation and misunderstanding that we have around this concept of being and doing. So if being and doing are not truly opposites, then what are we striving for really here? What are we trying to understand about our true nature that's seeking to be revealed to us on our journey? I think the concept of doing has really come into play, especially in the last century, around our productive culture, around this need to achieve and be successful, but not just to 
achieve and be successful, but to do it by ourselves. So there's been a lot of doing. I believe the word that used to be thrown around a lot was hustle. Hustle to be great. Hustle to be successful. Then we went through a bit of an age around self-development, self-improvement. Again, all about this self, this solo journey, this attempting to try and understand ourselves better and that required a lot of doing. It's a lot of taking action, a lot of planning, a lot of future thought and vision boards and all those types of beautiful aspects and understandings and teachings came into play. But if I I step back out of this concept of doing and being, I really feel that it's more from the point of view that we're actually looking at these two words, these two states of being that we're, we're trying to achieve in our life or trying to lessen or greaten in our lives. And if we come from the perspective of our thoughts, the mental aspect of our being, then you can really see how the concept of doing plays out in that physical activity, in achieving something, being successful, making sure one is always moving forward, has goals to achieve, has plans laid out before them. And as we know, you know, in the last century, we've really gotten to a place and understanding within ourselves that all this doing sometimes has led to this concept of just being busy. And we've taken on lots more things that are outside just those essential items and the priorities in our lives. And sometimes we, we have even fallen into the trap of some activities that we're doing that we may have needed to do at some point in our life because it was important for us to do it at that point. But we still have this behavior or habit that we're doing every day that may not actually need to be happening for us. It may no longer serve us. It may have served us once but it may no longer serve us today. And that's where we get busy. That's where we got this busyness coming in. It's where we experience the burnout of trying to achieve and do all the things and be all the things to everybody in our lives. And we can sometimes get to this point of burnout or this point of frustration that we're living a life that we didn't plan on living or we had these dreams and ideas about this lifestyle we wanted to create and when we compare that to how we are showing up and and how we are living today there can be this great gap and we look around and we go well I can't fit all the things that I want in my life because I'm so busy I'm always doing there's always something to achieve there's always a goal an end point a plan And a lot of those plans are external. So they're coming from external sources, whether it be our responsibilities to our families, to our friends, to our work, our work colleagues, whatever it may be in our lives, there can be that aspect of responsibility to those people to be showing up, to be doing for them in some way. I might just explore that a little bit deeper, actually, 
this concept of doing. So I want you to think about your own life and physically what you do on a day-to-day basis and maybe jot it down. So explore things like, you know, maybe you go to work, maybe you look after children, take them to school, you do the school drop-offs, pickups. Uh, maybe you have an online business, you have a job on the side, you work in charity, organizations, play sport, exercise, read, art, craft, whatever it may be that encompasses your day. I want you to explore that for a moment and not just the physical activities that you do. I want you to delve a little bit deeper into your thoughts and feelings throughout your day, the emotions that come up, especially when it's attached to an activity. So for example, say you are working in a job and you, for all of most of your day, say it's an eight, eight, 10 hour day. So for most of your day, five days a week or whatever it may be, you're at this job. Okay. So that's largely a big part of your life, this activity of doing. Have a think about your thoughts and feelings, behaviors over that day. And are there any common ones that pop up for you? Then explore interactions, whether it be meetings you go to or coffee dates, lunch dates, whatever you might do throughout your day. The people that you interact with on a daily basis. Have a think about the thoughts and feelings and emotions that come into all these experiences and events that you do during your day, but not just in your day, in your week, in a month. Explore a little bit further out if you wish to. Really delve into some of those habits and behaviors especially and start to ask some questions. Why do I do what I do? And open that up a little bit more. And then the other question that would be great to to delve into would be, who am I doing this activity for? Now, this is a big one. I recently interviewed someone for my podcast and he shared a story around how a lot of his direction and achievements in his life and the work that he did, the choices he made, especially early on in his life, actually came back to when he was around eight years old and he had an experience with his father and he had done something and his father basically said to him, you're no good, you'll amount to nothing type words, which really sat with an eight-year-old child. And it wasn't until later on his journey that he was able to dissect and understand all of his actions, the direction, his behaviors, his habits, everything that he was trying to do in his life and and succeed and achieve, he was actually doing it for his father to basically prove him wrong or to get his love and approval. And that's huge. You know, we're human beings. So for us, we're all about, you know, we seek that love. We seek that connection. We seek being welcomed into groups and, you know, so belonging is huge for us. So that love, belonging, being known and, and listened to, these are all really important things for us as a human being. And sometimes 
our actions, some of the tasks that we do, some of the decisions, behaviors and habits that we have in our life stem from those types of experiences in which we may not really truly realize who we're doing these things for. And that's why it's really important to delve in and explore that for yourself. Understand why you do what you do and who you're doing it for. And then the next step would be to declutter, is to, okay, drop off those things, shed those things that no longer serve you, that are no longer required or important or a priority for you in your life. Now, I totally get it. A lot of us are in families and we do work to pay for the lifestyle, to pay for the things that our family needs and to live that lifestyle that we wish to create. Sometimes the work that we do and the way we earn our money may not sit really well with us. It may be something that we're just doing for now, that we have to do, that we feel responsible to do, to support our families, ourselves, our lifestyles and and what we want to create in the world. I get that. I was in that space myself a very long time ago. That in itself is a mindset shift and change that, that you can explore for yourself and, and shift that understanding and that responsibility theme around why you're doing what you're doing and, and for what purpose. Now, I've met people who work in jobs and are completely happy about the job that they're doing. But their reasoning behind it is not what you might expect. So, for example, in one place I worked, I explored this question with everybody because I love, I love listening and understanding with people why they do what they do and what work they do and if they're, they're happy and they enjoy that work. Now, this particular person had been working in a role for 30 years, 30 years in this same role. And when I asked and explored, I said, so do you love doing what you do? And the person basically said, I do what I do so I can have the lifestyle that I wish to have. It's not a matter of whether I enjoy what I'm doing. I'm doing this for a certain purpose. But that person was completely happy in choosing that path for themselves. Now you could have another person who absolutely dislikes the job that they're doing. There is that burden, that sense of responsibility to to earn money, to provide for the family and to provide that lifestyle that they wish to, to live. But they are really disgruntled and dislike their actual job. And this is just an example of a mindset shift that one can actually have in their life around really identifying the purpose of why you do what you do and who you do it for. Okay, that's just a, a just a simple example around work. But there, I am sure, many, many things that you can explore for yourself and why you do what you do, what habits and behaviors show up, what feelings and thoughts show up with the interactions you have during your day. Now, I've really delved into doing here uh, right down to the level of, you know, physically thinking about what we do in our day and and one of the reasons for that and exploring and sitting back and taking a look at your life and exploring from that perspective 
is that you are coming into the present moment. You're stopping for a minute. You're stopping all the, the doing. You're coming into this present moment and you're experiencing it from an outsider's point of view. You're looking into your life and you're going, okay, so what do I actually do and why do I do it? What's the purpose of the activities that I do in my life and what can I shed? What can I let go of and maybe free up some of that physical time that I could be doing other things that I really want to do in my life? So coming into that present moment is actually a way of being. Funny how that sort of shows up, yeah? <laughs> so what we're doing is we're, what I call is becoming the observer in our lives. We're stepping out of our life for just a moment. We're exploring it from a different perspective, a different point of view. And we're in this present moment and so we're actually being. We're being as we're being the observer of our lives. So that's one way you can actually explore a little bit about yourself to understand for yourself what does doing mean for you because it will be different for everybody. Okay. Let's delve into the understanding of being and I think this is probably one of the most misunderstood things is that being in the spiritual sense is the ability to in any moment to allow surrender to and become the observer of your life to be able to consciously choose your thoughts actions emotions and respond with ease and flow so in this space when you get into this space of being you're not pushing you're not fighting you're not resisting you are also not ignoring or suppressing anything in your life you're allowing yourself to live your truth and live in alignment to that truth. You're experiencing everything, your entire life, you're living your life from a really grounded and conscious place of being. Now that's my interpretation of being. And you can explore that for yourself to see how it shows up for you and to see what being means for you. And that's why I guess I don't believe they're, they're truly opposite, is that we can do from a place of ease and flow. There's no reason we can't come from that grounded and conscious state of being through us doing and living our lives. And the reason why I've sort of come to this place in my understanding of being and doing is the teachings of Adashante. And through his teachings, I came to this understanding or uncovering or remembering for myself that whatever we are doing in our lives, is, it's perfect. You know, it's exactly what we need to be doing in this moment. So every single moment, in, in every moment, everything is perfect and exactly as it needs to be. And we are doing and being exactly who we need to be and doing in that moment. So simply by living our lives and experiencing life from a conscious place of being is in fact fulfilling our purpose. When I came to this observation and 
remembering and understanding for myself, it really highlighted this concept of, you know, becoming the observer in your life and allowing yourself to respond as opposed to reacting. And I think that's what it's about. It's about living that conscious, grounded way of being in our everyday lives and allowing us to choose, to choose our responses, to choose our actions, our priorities, our feelings in each and every moment, regardless of what comes up. So how can we get into this state of being more? Like how can we experience more being in our lives? I think I've already sort of covered that in that it's really about just living your life as you are, but living it from that conscious, grounded state of being, that awareness and understanding and becoming the observer. It doesn't mean you have to stop doing things. It's just about choosing a life that's truly aligned to your true nature. And, and when we choose to live a life from an aligned place, we will experience life with ease and flow. When we're really, truly aligned to our true selves, we're showing up as exactly who we are. We are living life in our truth from an aligned place. The ease and flow just comes. You know, there's no pushing. There's no struggle. And I believe that's what it means to be. It doesn't mean to stop doing or to sit around and procrastinate or anything like that. It's not about that physical concept or idea of physically doing something or physically not doing something. That understanding of being and doing comes more from our mental aspect of being. So instead of coming from that mental place, let's come from a more experiential place, which is about experiencing life here on earth as a human being, just doing exactly what we're already doing, but from a conscious state of being, from that grounded, conscious, aware state. So to recap on what we've uncovered and explored today, I do encourage you to explore for yourself all the doing from that mental place of being that you're doing in your life. Explore that, understand why you're doing what you're doing and who you're doing it for. And then seek to declutter and let go of and release those things that no longer serve you, those activities, those habits, those behaviors, anything that no longer serves who you wish to be in the world or what you're trying to create. And by releasing and decluttering those things in your life, you're going to be creating space for yourself to bring in and welcome in and create those new things, those new, new experiences for yourself. The second thing I encourage you to do is to start a practice of being the observer in your life, stepping outside of your life or having that higher perspective view. So it's stepping out of the everyday and what you're doing and just having just a moment to just contemplate and see what's really going on for you and what you're creating in your life and then choose what path you wish to take and what you may want to transform or change or let go of. And finally, I would ask you to consider 
to step back from the thinking and the mental aspect of your being and trying to strive for more being and less doing in your life? What if just living your life exactly as you are living it is exactly what you are meant to be doing? And I guess not just living your life, but experiencing your life in all its facets, in all its beauty, and living your life connected to and in alignment to your true nature. Thank you for having me in your ears today. I hope this short exploration has helped you to uncover some understanding of how being and doing may show up in your life and that you understand a little better that you don't have to stop doing nor do you need to strive to not do and to be more. That it's more just an experiential journey of living your life in alignment to your true nature. If you're seeking some guidance around being and doing, check out sagacityrising.com and explore how I may be of service to you. Thank you once again for taking time out of your life to listen to the podcast today. Stay groovy, my friends. My out.